This is Murderous Minors, Killer Kids, bringing you the frightening and truly insane tales of children with the thirst to kill. Kindergarten through 12th grade murderers. True stories thoroughly researched. Join us weekly for new tales of parents' worst nightmares on Murderous Minors, Killer Kids. Welcome to the worst beatbot podcast on the side of the Mississippi. <laughs> the side of the Mississippi. <laughs> um, no, Do you think I, there is a beatboxing podcast? Yeah, there's literally a podcast for everything. There's oh. like a podcast for styes. Oh, really? Yeah. Bush on effect. <laughs> that's your sty in my eye. That's, that's just. It's like. Um, I don't know why that sty in my eye made me think of that song that's like, once there was a little ant and he tried to move that rubber tree plant. I sang that in sixth grade choir. Really? Oops, there goes another rubber tree plant. Oops, there I goes another. I could sing that another. whole song. Really? Yeah. But let's not. <laughs> I, my sixth grade choir, we sang that song, Little Liza Jane. No. There's a gal in Baltimore, little Liza Jane. She's the one that I adore, little Liza that Jane. That sounds way more upbeat. We had one that was like, Oh, Eliza, little Liza. <laughs> yeah, we had one that was like, um, something about Ezekiel cried them dry bones. Oh, yeah. That one. Oh, hey. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, this is doing crime. I'm here with Cat over there, and I'm here with a woman who will assuredly switch your apple juice with piss, Amelie. <laughs> you, you like guilty, <laughs> guilty. I mean, I've heard better, oh, but oh, I mean, oh, in oh, a pinch, me. it'll do. You, <laughs> you, we on our way, on our way over here to the podcasting studio. <laughs> The, the, the podcasting the, dungeon. The studio slash weightlifting room slash uniform closet. Slash dry cleaner. <laughs> um, we were talking about what, what if I just said, and I'm here with the cunt bitch, <laughs> Amelie. Honestly, most creative insult I've heard <laughs> in a while. I'm here with her stupid, stupid, stupid Amelie. Also, not the first time I've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly like that, though. Um, It was fucking cunt, but oh. yeah. Um, oh, um, this is unrelated, <laughs> but I wanted to give a shout out to someone who sent us an email. <laughs> you are not a cunt. I also don't even know. He did you- call you a cunt, though. Well, maybe. <laughs> no. Actually, I don't even know if it's a he or a she. Alex is the... That is a very androgynous name. It is. It can be a man or a woman. But Alex, hi. You hi, can... Alex Stone. Thanks for writing in. Thanks for listening. Yeah, and we're happy you're here. He found us, or she they, found us. They found no, us. No, because that'd imply two people, honestly. No, because... One person. No, you could say they for one person. No, you cannot. I yeah. promise you. Majored in English, I will, dude. I will fight. If you, like, if you it's see... It's he or she. If you say, did the, did the mailman come today, you'd be like, oh, yeah, they came. No, you'd say... He came or she came. What if you don't know? Then you say he or she. 
Yes. I swear to God. I will fight you to the death on this okay. one. Well, okay. We'll, um, we'll, we'll come back to grammar hour later. <laughs> is is that grammar? That's grammar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because you have to have your pronouns consistent with your verbs and whatnot. What if you identify as multiple people? Then sure, use the term they. Okay. I'm glad my... Alex, I don't know how you <coughs> identify, but thanks for listening no Thank matter you. what or who you are. <laughs> or who you'll become. Whom? To whom you might be. <laughs> I hate this first four <laughs> minutes of this. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what are we talking about this week? Alaska. Mm. So it goes... Alabama. Alaska. Done. Period. Done. That's it. Next will be Arizona. Arizona. And then Arkansas. Arkansas. Dude. Yeah. Okay. Um, Anyway, so would you like to hear some fun facts about the great state of Alaska? You know, uh, (laughs) I don't know any... But I guess I'll have to, uh, I tried to work that pun where you're like, Alaska, but. Oh, I see. It's like, where'd you get that new shirt? I don't know, Alaska. Do you remember that when no. you were when you were learning the the state song, mm-hmm. and there was like that interlude with all the puns in it? Mm-mm. Oh, we had that. It was like, oh, what to Delaware, oh, what to Delaware. So you oh, think you're better Delaware? than me? I obviously had a better <laughs> choir program than you did. <laughs> didn't even have did. interludes. Well, I didn't take choir when I learned it in second grade. Oh. No, I'm just... <laughs> I don't know when I learned that song. Can I... Quick, quick divert away from sure. the Great White North. Mm-hmm. Or is that Canada? <laughs> it's the Great White North Alaska. I feel like it's Geography. Canada. A plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the I know in Alaska they call they call us the lower 48 or probably 49 because like Hawaii is also low. Yeah, but we're like the continental. Yeah. We're like we're the country club. Mm-hmm. We're the flyover state. <laughs> That's what we're best known for. Is Arkansas a flyover state or is that like Kansas? Oh, absolutely. No, there's many. Like all the ones in between California and New York. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anywho, uh, what were you gonna say? <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> when I was in choir in sixth grade, I used to like really be into it because mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna be a star. Um, you are one, obviously. No. <laughs> podcasting stars. no one told me that my voice sounds like the death rattle <laughs> of a cougar mm. but like a cougar that suffered with laryngitis its Aww. entire life yeah Poor baby. She, that's what she died of <laughs> <laughs> laryngitis um, the black lung. And so she I was, was a coal miner. <laughs> she, she was a coal she was a coal mining cougar <laughs> she, the person she dated younger men. Um, um, but I used to screech loudly over all of the other voices. In, so in what I do in my car. 
<laughs> and the choir teacher stopped the entire practice <laughs> one day just to ask me to please be quiet. <laughs> Ah, uh, the years they had to let everyone in. Yeah. <laughs> those those damn participation trophies. Did I tell you I was in show choir? <laughs> no. <laughs> did you have to wear I like also had did you a have to wear like a she nails down the chalkboard voice? <laughs> did you have to wear like a T-length black dress? It was purple. <laughs> All sequins on top. Oh, good. Not on the skirt, Gorgeous. though. No. <laughs> it's Heavens, <just> no. <laughs> like a very blunt edge of sequins. Yeah. Gorgeous. <laughs> did it... Was Went with it... every song we sang. <laughs> 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 we did a Michael... Or a Jackson 5 medley. <laughs> um, That's why I know all the words to the ABC song. <laughs> was it... Um, Did it have a full petticoat? Or was it just kind of... You know, it just kind of hit you mid-calf? You know, I was real short, so it was about ankle length for me. But for most people, I'd say T. Yeah, T length. <laughs> T length. <laughs> but you were you were informal with those formal with those uh, like those tan half inch heels character shoes. Yeah, but like they can also be tap shoes if you just put some taps on there. Yeah, those are character shoes. Yeah, I know. I wore them. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, Maybe I don't know the show choir term for them, but um, that's a theater term. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Now that we've gotten all of that out of the way. I was in theater for 10 years, and I'll have you know. <clears throat> well, I was in dance for, I don't know, 20-something, and we just we should called go, them tap shoes. We should go try out for a play. Let's do it. Okay. What play? The Lion King. No. <gasps> Hamilton. <laughs> you know, I tried to put my hair in a low pony today. Mm-hmm. And um, I looked at myself in the mirror, <laughs> and I was like, I wrote the Declaration of Independence. I absolutely look like a founding father. <laughs> Low ponies are just... Can you please do it right now? So I, <laughs> I absolutely can. I Low know this is a podcast, but... Uh... Low ponies are just not for me. <laughs> I can't wait to see this. <laughs> Hold on. I'm not looking... Hold I have on. to wait until the look is complete. I'm not looking. I'm my, so excited. My side hair like fell down. Oh my god, I'm so... <gasps> you guys, Benjamin Franklin's here. <laughs> I'm here to fuck your French woman and find electricity. Also, There's I'm, a kite in the room all of a sudden. Also, I'm Mel Gibson in that American Braveheart <laughs> film that he made. Where he killed Heath Ledger. Too soon. Gabriel! <laughs> Gabriel, go back to the farm. Okay. We're loyalists. <laughs> this is, that is way before Alaska was a state. <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> Bringing it back to Alaska. Okay. <clears throat> First, dog mushing is the official state sport. I'm not that surprised for you. I mean... I kind is of it mushing or mushing? Mush. Okay, that's what I said. I kind but. of feel like I don't know hockey. That's a more relatable state sport. Yeah, but I mean that's where like the Iditarod and shit. Yeah, happen. Balto is there. Yeah, I think that's actually part of this. Balto. 
Um, oh, this is interesting. The state flag was designed by a 13-year-old boy. After calling on students throughout the territory to submit their ideas, Alaska ultimately decided on Benny Benson's scene of the Big Dipper and the North Star in 1927. His parents named him Benny. Ben Benson? Fuck dicks. Seriously. That's honestly my dream. What? To have dick parents? <laughs> Have dick parents <laughs> already there? No, my parents are great. Um, uh, no, like to my last name could be like David's, and I my son could be David David's, and then he'll own a used car lot that and store dead people in the trunks of those cars, yes. But sell them at such affordable prices and no credit checks. <laughs> Zero interest for the first nine months. <laughs> okay. Um, 17 of the 20 highest peaks in the U.S. are located in Alaska. Blah, blah, blah. Um, some of Alaska's bizarre moose-specific legislation has included laws against pushing a moose from a plane, viewing a moose from a plane, and giving a moose a beer. That's bullshit. Is that like, like, is that where those books came from? Like, if you give a moose a, a muffin, but like the first, the first draft was if you maybe. give a moose a beer. <laughs> if you give a moose a beer, he'll want to crash on your couch. <laughs> if you let him crash on a couch on your couch, he's gonna fuck your sister. <laughs> Can you imagine the pain? Could you? Do you? I don't. I Being mounted by a moose. I didn't understand how fucking big moose were. They're huge, man. Like, they're literal prehistoric beasts. <laughs> they're 10 feet tall. They're the mammoth. They crash through fucking forests. Yeah, dude. Like, it's NBD. My, um, my dad used to be a truck driver in Sweden, and he said, like, if a moose, if he saw a moose in the road, they do, like, the deer in the headlights thing, right? Yeah. So we just have to turn off the lights of his truck and honk the horn and hope that the moose was gone. What if it got pissed and just ran at his tiny Swedish car, truck? Semi-truck. Oh. A semi-truck. Oh. <gasps> Your dad was an ice road trucker? Dude, yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Piano mover. Peter's dog so fucking trainer. cool. Extraordinary. Ice road trucker. <laughs> He's done it all, man. He's also... Raised the most amazing daughter smeared so much vaseline in her hair <laughs> Ew, what if my dad did that <laughs> what, what if he got up every morning like put on some piano music and just smeared <laughs> vaseline on you like why aren't my my friends ever allowed to come to my house <laughs> why is it always so dark in here dad why do you only let us light candles and wear all white floor length nightgowns <laughs> The virgin suicides in my house. <laughs> you and your brothers <laughs> all wear. Your brothers wore like ribbon tied pigtails <laughs> until they were thirteen. My brothers did have rat tails. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's the worst haircut. <laughs> okay, um, Haynes, Alaska, is home to America's first museum solely dedicated to hammers. That was the first <laughs> museum? The first. And implying that there's more than one now. Wait, is it the first ever hammer museum? First ever hammer museum. Oh. Okay. Solely dedicated to hammers is what I said. Mm. First museum solely dedicated to hammers. 
how many hammers are there so throughout many, history? Um, they can view their fascinating collections of hammers, sculptures, handle making machinery, and spring loaded meat tenderizers. Oh, okay. Essentially a murder museum. Mm, I like that. Because you know how I feel about hammer murders. Love them. No, they're the worst. Yeah, they're the absolute. They're the fucking worst. Especially like claw hammers. I hate that I know what a ball peen hammer is. Yeah. I never would know what that is. Didn't take woodworking <laughs> or murder in high school. Balto is hey. the famous sled dog that's usually credited with delivering medicine to remote Alaskan village. But some argue that Togo was the true hero. Before Bolto completed the last 55 miles of the journey, Togo pulled the medicine through 200 miles of wind and snow. His stuffed and preserved body is on display at the Iditarod Trail Sled Dog Race Museum in Wasilla, Alaska. Um, Balto did it to save <clears throat> Ada so he could fuck the red dog. What's her name? Mm. Scarlet. I don't know. Ada was a little girl dying of pneumonia. That's all I remember from I the don't movie. Know the story. Also, Balto got got in trouble for stealing a link of sausages. Balto. Balto. Okay. <laughs> you silly bitch. <laughs> Alaska has more coastline than the other forty-nine states combined. Isn't it all coast? Like no, three, si- it's three sides. Three sides of it. Canada. Three sides of its coast. Yeah. It's like but a, think about. But it's think like about a peninsula, Hawaii. isn't it? Isn't Alaska a peninsula? Because it juts out. Like Florida mm-hmm. is a peninsula. It's like, Maybe. Anyway, write us in if Geography. Alaska is a peninsula. <laughs> um, An archipelago. Archipelago. What do you say? I don't say that word. Okay. <laughs> but I like that you said it. Good. It's a sexy word. Um, hold on, hold on. Archipelago. Now there's a slow leak. Archipelago. <laughs> slow drip. <laughs> slow drip. That's that's inside. <laughs> that's an inside joke. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I'm dripping inside. No, that's that's an inside joke about my slow leaking vagina. Yes. Now you're all inside mm-hmm. of us as well. I wish. Mm. Just kidding, Blake. Okay. Um. Be- and also, my brothers. Ew. <laughs> they they listen to this. <laughs> Jim's like sitting in his floor length white nightgown, putting Vaseline in his hair. He's like humming <laughs> some weird song, like uh, rocking what? back and forth. <laughs> what is that? Tiptoe through the tulips. <laughs> okay. Love you, Jim. Love you, Jim. Um, because of their long summer days, Alaska is capable of producing some unusually oversized produce. Some notable specimens have been harvested in recent years, including a 35-pound broccoli, a 65-pound cantaloupe, and a 138-pound cabbage. Jesus. Dude, they showed a picture of this thing. It was legit like Little Shop of Horrors. That's what that fucking plant looked like. It was that's, giant. That's fun. It was. That's a fun. fun time. It was fun. Um. So I'm trying to find like some some fun ones. I don't know why I copy and pasted. I mean, researched all of this. Um. <clears throat> this is something I didn't know. Following the attack on Pearl Harbor, Japanese forces bombed and invaded the Aleutian Islands of Alaska. The occupation lasted nearly a year. Oh yeah. I remember this. I did not know that. Thank you, public schools. <laughs> well, they usually don't talk about it because it didn't, you know, it didn't add up to much. But if you, you're real into World War II, there's a fun fact for that you. That is fun. Um, moose, caribou, and bear ki- bears killed an 
by cars, sorry, in Alaska are considered property of the state. And when roadkill is reported, the carcasses are butchered by volunteers and distributed as food to charity organizations. Oh, that's nice. It is nice. That is nice. I think that... Um, it's so cold, it's like killing something in your fridge. Right. Like, it's already preserved. Yeah. Like... And then, like, the salt from the salt trucks yeah. also preserves it. And it's so also it's like seasoned. jerky. Dude. Oh, my God. Alaska, Everyone, thank you. Their sodium level's so high. <laughs> they retain so much water. <laughs> They're so bloated. Um, <clears throat> each year, brave Alaskans compete to be crowned the king or queen of their throne in the Fur Rondi Festival outhouse races. Teams outfit the bottoms of their custom-built outhouses with skis and race, race each other down a two-lane track. In addition to the title of first place, prizes are awarded for the most colorful, best engineered, and cleanest commodes. So what I'm getting from yeah, this... Yeah, they race shitters. So, <laughs> so what I'm getting from this is Alaska is just a bunch of... Just a bunch of hillbillies. Mm -hmm. Just so hammered. Mm -hmm. Hammered as fuck in the snow. With dogs, with dog and outhouses, dogs, moose, outhouses. It sounds like a good time. Honestly, Alaska sounds like kind of a party. Dude, I've never been. Have you? No. Let's We're go. going to Alaska. All right. <laughs> the Thing, John Carpenter's 1982 horror classic set in Antarctica, was filmed in Alaska. In Barrow, Alaska, the longest night lasts 67 days. In the summer, they make up for it with 82 days of uninterrupted sunlight. I would die. No, fuck that shit. I would actually... I, I would what their suicide rate is. Probably so high. Yeah, I bet it is because it is in Scandinavia because it's like... Yeah. It's like that there too. That would be an interesting thing to look up because I can't imagine it being dark for so long and then light for so long. Ugh. I think I'd prefer the darkness over it being light all the time. No, I think I wouldn't mind the light because you can have blackout curtains. But, like, if it's dark all the time... But then you have electricity. Right. Light. But it's, like, your like your body needs sunlight. Yeah, to, that's That's true. why people get the winter blues. Yeah. Because Sad. of... What is it? Seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, like... It's, <laughs> what is it? Vi you either get... <clears throat> do you get vitamin, vitamin D, D or vitamin K from the D. sun? So, yeah. So, like... The vitamin D deficiency, like, would make them super, like, upset. See, I Upsetty spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I've never heard that. See, the thing is, for those 87 days, I'd never have sex because, like, you will not see me in the daylight naked. Isn't that where that movie, 30 Days of Night, came out? Like, from the vampires? Ooh, I liked that movie. That was a good movie. With that one guy. I don't know. All I know is that he had an axe. He was brunette. Josh Hartnett. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good like, movie. Go watch 30 Days of Night. Good film. Good scary film. Accurately <clears throat> portraying Alaska. They have a horrible vampire problem. <laughs> it is based on a true story. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a documentary film. <laughs> Josh Hartnett just happened to be there. Yeah. He's he was really lucky. He's like, this is where I vacation. This is where my <laughs> summer home is. I love the night. I love the night. I love the <laughs> darkness. Okay. If man, this is interesting. If Manhattan had the same population density as Alaska, only 28 people would inhabit the island. Wow. Yeah, dude. So sparse. Yeah. The, <laughs> the rent would be super cheap, though. True. 
But you could never, like, reach out and touch someone literally. You'd have to, like, run a few miles. Do you think New Yorkers, like, like they're, they're so not used to human interaction because they're all kind of in their own little world that, like, if they, if they accidentally bump into someone, like, or their arms, like, their arms get creaky. Because they don't lift them up very much. They just have to keep them, like, plastered to their like, side all the time. Like, super to the side. <laughs> you have to be extremely thin to live in New York. Not me. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to live there either. No, I don't. Thank God for Arkansas, right? I'd get, like, crazy over the city. I would just start f- swinging my arms as I walked down the street. Just screaming. I like it. I like it out in the country where it's really quiet, which is not my neighborhood because someone's always fucking dying. Like, and there's constantly fire trucks and ambulances because there's meth everywhere. Well, there's like there's a retirement community in the back and like my neighborhood's full of old people. So shit's always going down. Yeah. Dude, send them my way. They'd be great clients for our uh, law firm. I just walk around with your with. Your boss's card. Like, are hey, you? You're old. You're King. so fucking old. Do you have a trust? I bet you don't. Okay. There are 107 men for every 100 women in Alaska, the highest male to female ratio in the United States. I find that not that big of a difference. Yeah, that's not like. It's not huge. It's not like there's a, a, a woman drought. No, I don't. I didn't get that one. Juneau is America's only state capital that isn't accessible by road. Oh, that's interesting. interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all these are like, mm-hmm. interesting. Wow. Yawn. Wow. wow. <laughs> Just do Owen Wilson wows. Wow. Wow. I like to do wow. the worst Sylvester Stallone impression. Do it. Oh my god! <laughs> no wait, not Sylvester Stallone. John Travolta. John Travolta. But you got it. You so got that it was the worst. Sylvester John Stallone would be like, Adrian. Adrian. Hey, hey, Adrian. Okay. I gotta go fight Apollo Creed. Hey, Adrian. <laughs> you know what? That's worse than my John Travolta. <laughs> I don't feel so bad. Now. Oh my god! Okay. Oh my, oh my god! Come join Scientology. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> There's like a hard rap at the door. It's two Scientologists. <laughs> oh no. Oh Christ. <laughs> For years, the small town of Talkeetna, Alaska, hosted the annual moose dropping festival. What? Leave them alone. Varnished pieces of numbered moose droppings were dumped from a crane in a parking lot, <laughs> and participants whose corresponding droppings landed closest to the center of a target received cash prizes. Oh. This is my favorite. Okay. Fact, though. Wait, hold on. Right. I'm not done. The event eventually grew too dangerously large for the town of 850 to handle and was retired in 2009. <laughs> So too much moose shit. When when you first brought up moose dropping, I thought they were dropping moose <laughs> from a crane. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Knowing what I know now that it's dropping moose shit, <sighs> somehow it's worse. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> dropping he's like Ooh, and just flat just it's blood like, everywhere. It's like <laughs> be the saddest fucking like event (laughs) but knowing now that it's 
Moose shit. Yeah. It's somehow not worse. <laughs> They're not dropping moose. See, now also, th- they varnished it. <laughs> yeah. So they collect they collect the moose shit. And then some poor fuck. I think everybody go, varnishes their own. Has to go over it with a can of varnish. You know, I feel like I feel like people in Alaska are bored. Yeah, I feel like they are too. They're just fucking bored. Like, we miss sunlight. They're just <laughs> they're just white and bored. Yeah, pretty much. Now like, I don't want to follow up with this fun fact like, because that was been, a fun one. This it's was been depressing. dark for a hundred days. <laughs> you know what we should do? Toss some moose shit in the parking lot of the the Piggly Wiggly. It just caught on. Like it's just a bunch <laughs> just, of drunk college It just started kids. out with like some fucking assholes like <laughs> and flannel and toques just throwing moose crap at each other in the fucking Sam's Club parking lot. And then it became like a festival somehow. That night? Yeah. That <laughs> night. Okay. Now I don't want to read this one because it's real sad. <laughs> Go. We need something to bring the mood down. Okay. It's really going to bring the mood okay. down, dude. Good. Okay. Uh, rape and domestic violence. <laughs> I know. I wish I wouldn't have saved this for the end. Shit. Anyway, are among the most. Um, <clears throat> they are at epidemic proportions in Alaska. There is one sex offender in Alaska for every two hundred ninety-three people. Compare that to one for every four hundred fifty people for the national average, which I still find a little disturbing. Yeah, like that's like in our neighborhood. Yeah. There's like four. <laughs> really scary. Oh. No, I mean based on this, uh, like based on this math. Um, according to the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, the rape rate in Alaska is two point five times the national average. Ugh, I can't read this. This is really sad. Okay, I'm gonna skip past that. Um, here's a fun fact: <laughs> Alaska and three other states have laws that prohibit the use of billboards for outdoor marketing. Hmm. I wonder why. They just don't. They cause car accidents or something? May, or like like part of Alaska's like draw is their their <clears throat> beautiful scenery. So they're like, billboards <clears throat> would really fuck this up. That's interesting. Uh, the Aleutian Islands across the, or sorry, islands cross the 180 degree meridian of longitude. And so Alaska is the farthest northern, eastern, and western state. Huh. That's fun. Wow. In Talkini, that that fucking same city, Talkitna. Talkitna. Talkitna, a cat served as mayor for over 15 years. Oh, that's fun. His name was Stubbs. Oh, Stubbs. Mayor Stubbs. Mayor Stubbs. That's where I'm going to end that. Cool. (laughs) So, as you guys. As you, a long time. Well, we digressed a lot. That's true. Well, as you guys know, uh, along with our fun uh, states episodes, uh, we do our favorite murder from that state. And uh, I found the Butcher Baker, <laughs> otherwise known as Robert Christian Hansen. You fuck. 
So Hansen was born in Esterville, Iowa in 1939. He was the son of a Danish immigrant and followed in his father's footsteps as a baker. In his youth, he was skinny and painfully shy, afflicted with a stutter and had a severe case of acne that left him permanently scarred. We're kindred spirits. Dude, I was going to be like, same. But we're like, right now. Right. Yes. Anyways. (laughs) Uh, uh, shunned by the attractive girls in school, he grew up hating them and nursing fantasies of cruel revenge. Uh, throughout he didn't though. <laughs> throughout childhood and adolescence, Hansen was described as being quiet and a loner, and he had a dysfunctional relationship with his domineering father. He was frequently. Then why did he follow in his fucking footsteps? I mean, then? what else are you gonna do when you're Danish and in Iowa? True. Fucking grow some corn or some shit. <laughs> grow some corn. Although baking corn. All right, I get it. Uh, uh, he was frequently bullied at school for having acne and speaking with a stutter. Uh, oh, my he, God. He started hunting and often found refuge in this pastime. Uh, also, don't... If your kid is fucking bullying kids, like, cut... Hit them. <laughs> hit them real hard. I think that's why they bully in the first place, though. Because they're getting bullied by their parents. Oh, maybe. Vicious cycle. Hit them. Don't hit your kids. (laughs) Just knock them around, (laughs) like, a little bit. Like, just open palm the side of their head and, like, ping pong it between your two hands. (laughs) I love the shit that you find that I say offensive, and then you tell people to beat their children. Like, light slaps. An open palm slap. No, don't do Don't Don't hit hit your kids. Uh, 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 in 1957, Hansen enlisted in the United States Army Reserve. And that sounds safe. And served for one year before being discharged. Uh, he later worked as an assistant drill instructor at a police academy in Pocahontas, Iowa. There he began a relationship with a younger woman. He married her in the summer of 1960, and on December 7th, 1960, he was arrested for burning down a Pocahontas County Board of Education school bus garage. What the fuck? <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? Just some fun arson. Uh, arson he, is fun. For which he served 20 months of a three-year prison sentence in Anamosa State Penitentiary. Was it because he, like, baked everyone brownies and shit? Yeah, he was, like, a supermodel prisoner. Like, instead of making hooch, he made, like, fucking chocolate chip cookies in yeah. his toilet. <laughs> toilet cookies? <laughs> toilet cookies? <laughs> he was like... I make toilet cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I make toilet pies. <laughs> Um, uh, one-upping me all the time (laughs) his wife filed for divorce while he was incarcerated um over the next few years he was jailed several times for petty theft in 1967 he moved to anchorage alaska with his second wife whom he had married in 1963 and with whom he had two children in anchorage he was well liked by his neighbors and set several uh, and sat on several loking (coughs) and set Several local hunting records. On, on June 13th, 1983, 17-year-old Cindy Paulson escaped from Hansen while he was trying to load her into his Piper Super Cub. I guess that's a type of car. Uh, she told police that he had offered her $200 to perform oral sex, but uh, that when she got into the car... $200? He, yeah, for oral. 
for for a blowy. Is that like the going rate? Well, I guess the wrong biz. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just a two hundred dollar blowy up in Anchorage, Alaska. I bet you could like summer there and like like a crab fisherman. Like there's blowjob season, and you go up there and you just make a lot of money, and then you come back. <laughs> Will also the Discovery Channel will also give you your own show called Deadliest Catch. I just use my teeth a lot. Yeah. <laughs> also, you have throat herpes. <laughs> Worth it, dude. <laughs> For two hundred dollars of blowy. Same. Uh, uh, but when she got into the car, he pulled a gun on her and drove her to his home in Muldoon. There, he held her captive, torturing, raping, and sexually assaulting her. Uh, she mentioned that after he chained her by the neck to a post in the house's basement, Hansen took a nap on a nearby couch. When he awoke, he put her in his car and took her to Merrillfield Airport, where he told her that he intended to take her out to his cabin, a meat shack, which was a meat shack in the Nick River area of the meat shack, Matanuska Valley, accessible only by boat or bush plane. Paulson crouched in the back seat of the car with her wrist cuffed in front of her body, waited until Hansen was busy loading the airplane's cockpit to make a run for it. While Hansen, yeah, well, <laughs> fucking run. Yeah. While Hansen's back was turned, Paulson crawled out of the back seat, opened the driver's side door, and took off toward toward nearby Sixth Avenue. She later told police that she had left her blue sneakers on the passenger side floor of the sedan's back seat as evidence that she had been there, been in the car. Yeah. Hansen panicked and ran after her, but Paulson made it to 6th Avenue first and managed to flag down a passing truck. <laughs> Fuck you, man. The driver, Robert Yunt, <clears throat> alarmed by her disheveled appearance, stopped and picked her up. He drove her to the Mush Inn. Ugh. It's probably Alaska, Mush. Alaska, come on. It's Even probably mush, like still though. Like, well, what they tell the dogs to go mush, yeah, mush, mush, but still. I'm gross. gonna call it the mush. That's an accurate name for that hotel because that's what you want to do when you get there. Just mush. Just go. Just, just go. Mush. Get out of it. <laughs> go. Oh, I thought mush was another name for sex for you. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's actually my safe word. Oh, but... mush. Mush Rick's like you want me to mush it? Okay. <laughs> it goes even faster. <laughs> no, he just starts like grinding it in, like mushing it. He's whipping you like you're like you're a sled dog. <laughs> you're also in harness. Hi mom. <laughs> um uh, so he drove her to the mush inn where she jumped out of the truck and ran inside. While she pleaded with the clerk to phone her boyfriend at the Big Timber Motel, the truck driver continued on to work, where he called the police to report the barefoot, handcuffed woman. Oh my god, a good truck driver. Yeah. I'm sure there, you know. It was my dad. I'm sh- it was your dad. He your- drove across the Bering Strait. <laughs> your, your, your dad <clears throat> dropped her off at the mush inn because he's been there a couple times. Pete the Poonhound. When Anchorage Police Department officers arrived at the Mush Inn, they were told that the young woman had taken a cab to the Big Timber Motel. APD officers arrived at room 110 of the Big Timber Motel and found Cindy Paulson still handcuffed and alone. She was taken to APD headquarters where she described the perpetrator. Hansen, when questioned by APD, 
Officers denied the accusation, stating that Paulson was just trying to cause some trouble because he would not pay her extortion demands. Although Hansen had several prior run-ins with the law, his meek demeanor and humble occupation as a baker, along with a strong alibi uh, from his friend John Herring, kept him from being considered as a serious suspect, and the case went cold. Uh, there was a chick handcuffed. And her sneakers were in the car. <laughs> the fuck? Whatevs. Okay, here's how you get away f- with murder. Be a baker. Bakers, dude, benefit from from <laughs> it's like from but with a B. Right, I like it. Um, alibis. <laughs> <laughs> I love being a poet. You're amazing. Thank you. <clears throat> I uh, moved. <laughs> Tears. Balabies. <laughs> Uh, Detective Glenn Froth of the Askalaska, uh, <laughs> Alaska State Troopers had been part of a team investigating the discovery of several bodies in and around the Anchorage Seaward and Mantanuska Sustina. I know they're I know they're Inuit words, and I'm sure they're like sacred words. Sorry, we're they're so them. fucking hard to say. They are uh, Sustina Valley area. Sus Susit. No. Don't worry, Valley no one area. from Alaska is listening. They might. <laughs> um, the first of the bodies were found by construction work for workers near Eklutna Road. The The body dubbed Eklutna Annie by investigators has never been identified. Mm. Later that year, the body of Johanna Messina was discovered in a gravel pit near Seward. And in 1982, the remains of 23-year-old Sherry Morrow. Holy shit, I went to high school with a Shirley Morrow. Not her. I promise. No. Uh, oh, were discovered in a shallow grave near the uh, Nick River. Floth now had three bodies and what looked like one killer. He contacted the Federal <laughs> Bureau of Investigation Special Agent Roy Hazelwood and requested help with criminal psychological profile. Based on the three recovered body Haz- bodies, Hazelwood thought that the killer would be an experienced hunter with low self-esteem, hmm. have a history of being rejected by women, and would <gasps> feel compelled to keep souvenirs of his murder, such as a victim's jewelry. He also suggested that the assailant might stutter, which is so... What in the fuck? That which is, is amazing. so interesting. Like, how could you even tell? That is so fucking fascinating like i wish i could just like take those courses me too man i want to be a psychologist i I just want to take the classes yeah just learn yeah like and then go to quantico profile every person you yeah like strangers on the street i'll be like you have daddy issues (laughs) also you wet the bed until you were 14 you and they'd be like green (laughs) i'm like thank you thank you i'm like chris angel Mind freak him. <laughs> Mind freak him. Um, Chris Angel is an FBI agent. <laughs> <laughs> what if he fucking was? He just knows a bunch of parlor tricks <laughs> on the side. Um, uh, duh, duh, duh. Using this profile, Floth investigated possible suspect until he, suspects until he reached Hansen, who fit the profile and owned a plane. So supported by Paulson's testimony, Hazelwood's profile, Floth and the APD secured a warrant and searched Hansen's plane, cars, and home. On October 27th, 1983, investigators uncovered jewelry 
Excuse me. Oh my God. God. (laughs) Belonging to some of the missing women, as well as an array of firearms and a corner hideaway of the Hanson attic. The biggest find was an aviation map map with little X marks on it, hidden behind Hanson's headboard. When confronted with the evidence found in his home, Hanson denied it as long as he could, but eventually began to blame the women and tried to justify his motives. Do you think he, like, hunted them? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, Eventually confessing to each uh, item of evidence as as it was uh, presented to him, he admitted to a spree of attacks against Alaskan women starting in 1971. Hansen's earliest victims were young women, usually between 16 and 19, Mm. and not the prostitutes and strippers who led to his discovery. So his known victims are... uh, Lisa Futrell, 41, uh, body, her body was found. Uh, Malai Larson, who was 28, and body her body was found. Sue Luna, who was 23, her body was found. Tammy Penderson, who was 20, her body was found. Angela Federn, who was 24, her body was found. Uh, Teresa Watson, uh, she doesn't have her age on here, but her body was also found. Dylan, uh, Sugar Frey, her body was found, uh, on August 20th, 1985 by a pilot testing new tires on the sandbar of the Nick River. Oh, God. Uh, Paula Goulding, uh, her body was <clears throat> not found. Andrea Altieri, her body was not found. Shirley Morrow, 23, her body was not found. Uh, ec- uh, the Ekluna Annie uh, body found and her true identity has never been discovered. Joanna Messina, her body was found. Horseshoe Harriet, uh, her body was found, but her identity has never been discovered. Uh, Roxanne Eastland, 24, her body was never found. Uh, Celia Beth uh, Van Zanten, 17, he denied killing her, but... Uh, they believe that he did kill her because her body was found where an X was marked on uh, oh, his map. Sick fuck. M- uh, Megan Emmerich, 17. Uh, the same thing as Cecilia. He denied having killed her, but her body was found because of an X on... Uh, suspected because of an X on a- aviation map, her body was not found. Uh, and Mary Th- Thill, 23, he denied having killed her, but an X for her was on his aviation map and her body was not found. So I think a lot of these bodies were not found because they are in remote areas of the wilderness and and more than likely they were taken away by animals. uh, Right. That and, you know, an an X on a map, that's kind of a broad... Yeah. Fuck. That's a lot of people. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, Of these 17 women, Hanson only formally... Hanson was only formally charged with the murder of four. uh, Sherry Morrow, Joanna Messina, Eklutna Annie, and Paula Golding. He was also charged with the kidnapping and rape of Cindy Paulson. Uh, Once arrested, Hanson was charged with assault, kidnapping, multiple weapons offenses, and theft and insurance fraud. The last charge was related to a claim filed with the insurance company over alleged theft of some trophies whose funds he used to purchase the Super Cub. (laughs) At trial, he claimed he later recovered the trophies in his backyard but forgot to inform the insurer. 
Anyway, uh, only after ballistics tests returned a match between bullets found at the crime scenes and Hansen's rifle did he enter into a plea bargain. He pleaded guilty to the four homicides the police had evidence for and provided details about his other victims. In return for serving his sentence in a federal prison, along with no publicity in the press, another condition of the plea bargain was his participation in deciphering the markings on his aviation map and locating his victims' bodies. He confirmed the police theory of how the women were abducted, adding that he would sometimes let a potential victim go if she convinced him that he wouldn't report him to the police. He indicated that he began killing in the 1970s, early 1970s. He showed investigators 17 grades, grave sites in and around South Central Alaska, 12 of which were unknown to investigators. There remained marks on his map that he refused to give up, including three in Resurrection Bay near Seward. Authorities suspect two of these marks belong to the graves of Mary Phil and Megan Emmerich, whom Hansen has denied killing. I wonder why, like, he admitted to some and not others. Maybe because they were so young. <clears throat> That's, I don't know. Because, I mean, like, dude, you're, I don't know if Alaska has the death penalty. I imagine they do. But either way, you're fucked. So, I mean, why not just, like, you don't have any, have any, have any, le- any le- leverage now. Yeah. You know? A uh, man of 12 uh, of a probable 21. So they think he killed 21 women, but they only, they only found, found remain, remains of 12. Oh, 12. Victims were exhumed by police mm. and returned to their families. Hansen was sentenced by jury to 461 years plus life in prison without the possibility of parole. He was first imprisoned at the United States Penitentiary of Lewisburg in Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, in 1988, wow. he was returned to Alaska and briefly incarcerated at Lemon Creek Correctional Center in Juneau. He was also imprisoned at Spring Creek Correctional Center in Seward until May 2014, when he was transported to Anchorage Correctional Complex for health reasons. Uh, hmm. Hansen died at the age of 75 at Alaska Regional Hospital in Anchorage on August 21st, 2014, due to undisclosed lingering health conditions. So, weird. how he killed these women, it didn't really go into, but a couple different articles that I read were, how he killed these women is he would fly them out to his shack mm-hmm. in the, like, the, that meat shack that was in, like, the river area, and he would kind of, like, let them go, and they would run out into the wilderness, and he would hunt them. Yeah. Which it's is that movie. So, the most dangerous game. No, no that's not the that book. movie, but... Um... Um, there's a there's a movie that's actually how I heard about this in the first media place. adaptations. John Cusack portrayed Hansen in the film The Frozen Ground that's of 2013, opposite opposite Nicolas Cage as Sergeant Jack Halcombe, a character a character based on Glenn Froth, and Vanessa Hudgens as victim Cindy Paulson. Naked Fear, uh, which was a 2007 movie directed by Tom Eberhardt and starring Danielle DeLuca, is loosely based on characteristics apparent in the real-life modus operandi of Alaskan serial killer Robert Hansen. Uh, that was a, like, I'm, I really liked that Frozen Ground movie, but it's probably just because I'm, like, into true crime and shit, but it's actually pretty good, and I like John Cusack. You know what? I and actually he does a good job of portraying that. I I love book. John Cusack. I love John Cusack. I love Joan Cusack. I like Joan Cusack. And too. you know, I don't think Nicolas Cage is that horrible of an actor. <clears throat> I really don't mind watching him in movies. In the good ones, like, yeah, like uh, National adaptation? Treasure. 
Ooh, National Treasure's a good one. Ghost Rider's terrible. Never seen it. It's bad. It's so bad. But I if also I think... I have seen it, I don't remember. I don't think it's his fault that the movie's so bad. I think he just takes whatever the fuck he can get. I think he adds kind to it. Kind of like me in high school. Um, uh, he was... Have you ever seen the movie Kick-Ass? No. Oh, well, it's like a funny super... Yes, there's a little girl in it. Yeah. I hated it. <laughs> I think he did fine in that movie until he was dying, and it was like, Run, child! <laughs> Go on from Papa! Is that your recommendation for this week? No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> My recommendation... Sorry, Mom. <laughs> My recommendation is this book that I started reading. It's called You Are a Badass. I forget who the author is, but it you can find it at Target. It's bright yellow. It says you are a badass on the cover in bold black letters. And it's just it's like I'm I've really gotten kind of into like self-help books mm-hmm. in a way, but like not really corny ones that are like manifest your reality or whatever. But uh it's it's just a way of kind of training yourself to stop having so much self-doubt and Mm. like all of the chapters are like really really uh kind of hard-hitting and make you think and I've cried three times reading it so uh check out you are a badass uh you can find it at Target for like I think it's like 13 dollars probably at any any bookstore really you can find it if you like audiobooks it's on audible or amazon kindle fire whatever uh that's my recommendation okay i'm trying to think of a recommendation um oh blake and i watched a really good movie yeah oh the big sick (gasps) shut up i was just about to say like okay like you reminded me because i watched the big sick like a couple weeks ago yeah and after you said your movie and i was gonna be like you know there's this movie that i just saw like a couple weeks ago that you should watch (gasps) that's so fucking good dude yeah it's so good oh my god it got like 98 percent on rotten tomatoes right it's so my my favorite part and you can find this on it's like a trailer my favorite part is when and ray romano's so good oh my god Blake was like Ray Romano was what made that fucking movie. Oh my god, he was so good. And I mean, it's okay. So the Big Sick stars Kumail uh, Nyanjani, and um, he's in um, Silicon Valley. Yeah, Uh, and it's the story of I forget who the female actor is. His I don't remember her name, but her her character's name is Emily. Yeah, it's the true story of how Kumail Mm -hmm. Nyanjani and his wife Emily. Mm got together and fell in love and got married and it's called The Big Sick and it's so fucking good. It is so fucking good. It's so fucking, it's so funny. It'll make mm-hmm. you laugh. It'll make you cry. Make you cry. Make you just so happy to be alive. Yeah. So great. Oh my God. Can I also recommend against reading something? Yes. Okay. So on My Favorite Murder, like a th- month ago maybe, they were like, let's read My Sweet Audrina, right? Okay, Yeah. Don't fucking read that book. It is one of the worst books I've ever read. I fucking hated it. Like, at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is interesting because it's, like, a mystery kind of and you don't know what's going on. The end, I literally took the book and just threw it on the ground. I was like, I fucking hated that book. Why did... What was the end? Just ruin it for me. Should I say it? Okay, spoiler alert. 
in case you're reading it, because they started to spoil it at the beginning of one of their episodes, so I had to skip because I was like, I'm reading this book. Okay. Spoiler, um, spoiler, 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 spoiler. It's, uh, it's just very misogynistic and just... I'm not going to give... Because you'd have to go through the whole fucking plot. Isn't it like isn't it, it away, like a, a, a older man fucking like a nine year old? No, oh no, and and that's what I thought it would be, but it's not. It's just this girl who you think is gonna be like this, end in this like strong, fucking feminist way, and then she just ends up just fucking succumbing to the men in her life. It's really fucking disappointing. It was written in like 80 something. It's real fucking terrible. Don't read it. Don't waste your time. Don't read it. Hmm. Okay. Sorry. I feel real pissed off that I took so much time reading that fucking book. <laughs> um, okay. I want to recommend something Okay. else. Yes. Uh, the sh- podcast that we um, were on, we have our promo on. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, no, that was last week. I already did that. Oh, okay. Fuck, um, sorry. Oh, actually, I do want to recommend a podcast. So um, I really, really love the podcast, uh, White Wine True Crime. They go, they... You recommended them last week. I, I do. That's how much you love them. <laughs> I I recommend them every week. Um, did I recommend their other podcast? Pretty mm-hmm. scary. Oh, shit. Um, okay, so, okay. Well, That's how fucking not, good they are, man. Not, I fucking love that. Um, but... Okay, so another podcast I want to recommend is this podcast called Bad With Money by Gabby Dunn. Uh, if you've watched BuzzFeed videos, you'll probably if you if you're on YouTube and really into like social media crap, you'll recognize her. She's kind of all she's everywhere. Um, but it's this podcast where she like is really raw about how bad she is with money, and she like interviews her parents about like why they were so bad with money and why they pass that on to her. And she gives like insight into like, Hey, this is why you should call your bank and you can set up a a meeting with this and they can figure out how to help you set up a savings account. And like, even if you're living paycheck to paycheck, this is how you can start saving up. So like you can do this. And she gives you like, um, tips on like how to invest like even if you have like pennies after like your mcdonald's coke or whatever Mm -hmm. she like she teaches you like you can invest that into like a stock or like a like a mutual fund or whatever and like it's so interesting because i'm super bad with money i never have any of it uh (laughs) and i'm i'm making a conscious effort that's one of my resolutions this year is to try to be more conscious about my spending and be more aware and try to be a, a better uh a, a better at finances so like what's that podcast called again bad with money, bad with money. Okay. yeah it's really really good I'll check it out all right guys awesome thank well, you so much for listening uh and yeah thanks for doing time with doing crime oh wait where can they find us um <laughs> yeah go ahead our twitter our twitter is doing uh, is at doing underscore crime. You can email us your uh, suggestions, cases you want to hear us, topics you want to talk, have just us talk about. The fact that you or listen just, to us now. Or just say, hey, uh, email us at doing crime podcast at gmail.com. My personal Twitter is at I have adipose. Amelie is at Amelie underscore 1010. 
you can go to our Facebook page, which has been getting a little bit of attention lately for some reason. I have done absolutely nothing with it. But, yeah. I mean, if you want to. You can catfish us on our tenders. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm actually on Christian Mingle. Oh, that's so weird because I'm on Black People Meet. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, on J-Date, too. I'm just kidding. No, we're, we're kidding. We're, we're an, kidding. We're in an AOL <laughs> chat room. Thank you so much for listening. And thanks for doing time with doing crime. Tip your bartender. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.